Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Digital Coach. I'm your host, Ben Kamara. And as with always, each week I speak to some of the fitness industry's leaders and pioneers on how they are tackling this digital fitness realm. This week I had Josh Mullenham, who is the owner and founder of UKPT's Facebook group, which has 15,000 trainers. He's also the founder of the PT Toolbox, which is a great resource for any trainers out there looking to enhance their business. We dived straight in and talked about Peloton and Apple Fitness Plus and what that future looks like for a fitness professional. And we also looked at how he's built his business this last 10 years. So it's a great episode and I hope you enjoy it. Cool, and we're live. So Josh, how's it going? I'm all good, man. I've got my coffee, I've had my food, I've been fasting for 16 hours i've just eaten so i'm happy i'm good <laughs> ah okay so so tell me about that just quickly what what is is that a normal midweek thing or uh, i do it every day i have been i've been doing it on and off for probably five years but in the last two months i've consistently fasted every day for a minimum of 16 hours sometimes going up to 24 and it's just mm-hmm. to minimize my calorie intake within yep. the four hour period so uh, yes. that's something I struggle with is, is controlling my urges <laughs> so, so did you just literally break fast at tw- uh, 12 or it was actually at half 11 so gotcha. was, yeah I, yeah I, yeah I try to do that as well as much as possible but like you said I mean it's just during this pandemic the the, the, the grazing let's call it the grazing has been more yeah. um but I guess it'd be great to you know obviously we've known each other for quite a few years but it'd be great to to kind of give the the listeners a bit of a background um about yourself so I mean do you want to just give us the the two minute overview yeah of course so um I qualified as a PT in 2007 uh qualified as a gym instructor in 2005 worked through various positions uh Eventually ended up as a self-employed PT for a couple of years, paying an extortionate amount of rent every month. Come uh, on, who, who were you working at for uh, or uh, with? LA Fitness. Oh, good old LA Fitness, yeah. That was uh, £830 a month rent. I was 17. And mm. then uh, after four years, became a tutor. After three years with a large company that I was with at the time, um, decided to set up on my own. And that's how Peter Toolbox, UK PTs, came about mm-hmm. in 2015 set up south end personal training academy to run face-to-face qualifications and then uh, that's it really so far that's the, that's the two minute version that, that yeah yeah <laughs> um so the la fitness side of things you know what um what's your what was your experience i guess because that kind of really gives some new trainers a bit of a focus about what it used to be like. I was at fitness first, which was kind of about the same, must've been just under a thousand a month. But did you feel that you, you learned a lot? You know, was it, was it stressful? How was your business there? Um, so on one hand, it wasn't very stressful because I was still living with my parents. It was cash in hand. It was just, it was enjoyable. Like there wasn't, for me at the time, there wasn't much pressure. However, <laughs> As the years went by and then, you know, moved out, had a kid, all that sort of stuff, then it became a bit more of a a pressure-filled role. And that's actually why I left in the end is because I got headhunted by another gym and Mm -hmm. another company after that. So the thing it taught me probably um, that benefited me the most over the years was my ability to go out and find opportunities and also understanding that on the gym floor, 
my, my only option for getting clients was talking to people. This long lost art of actually using my mouth <laughs> yeah. to talk to people. You know, like, I don't even know really if I was, I don't think I was on Facebook at the time. Like that just kicked off. Literally all I had was a pen, a clipboard, and then an A4 diary. And that was it. Yeah, yeah, and I would yeah, just yeah. go around and be like, oh, hey, would you like a personal trainer? And then mm-hmm. I actually figured out all these different kind of techniques and approaches and ways of adding value. And the other thing it taught me back then is I was not prepared to be running a business. I had no clue about tax. I had no bank account set up. Most of it was cash in hand. And I got to the point where, so after my first month, um, you know, when they do like the rent free periods, after my first month, I was fully booked because I was there from open till close for that first month, every day, seven days a week. And all I would do was just like stalk the gym floor. I was like a, I was like a lion looking for, <laughs> looking for clients. And uh, yeah, so I'd speak to probably 200 people a day for 30 days. And when I came back on that, that fifth week, when I started paying rent, I was basically fully booked. Yeah, kind of what it was more of a like, uh, I don't want to say a numbers game, but you were aware of the numbers even back then that you were kind of like, right, I've got to talk yeah. to these people. Yeah, I was quite lucky that we were with uh, fitness agents. Yeah. And they, they gave us a business course, which looking back now, I was like, man, that's quite basic. But really, obviously, they didn't have to cover social media, they didn't have to cover mm-hmm. brand. They just really ta- taught you the numbers and how to go, right, this is how much you want to earn. This is how many people you need to speak to. This is how many it will convert to. This is how many will stay. Yeah. You know, and that, that was the basics of our business. That was it. Just Yeah. It, there's, there's something, I mean, I don't know how you felt, but there was also something quite exciting about selling. I, I'd never done it, you know, in that um, retrospect where someone's paying a lot of money, you know, cash usually. Yeah. So definitely there was a kind of buzz. Um, and so are you still PTing now? I still, I would, I would say now I'm more of a consultant. So I don't really train people, but I'm more advised them on like the more strategic stuff, like the yeah. nutrition and the training overview. And I do, I do still do some massage, okay. but that's only for a couple of like select clients, like fighters and stuff Yeah, that, that really need it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so let's move on to then, I guess, um, well, where we probably connected, where you kind of started building, uh, you know, a business, um, you know, online. So Facebook, you know, groups uh, and, you know, the PT toolbox, et cetera. Let's talk about the kind of group first and foremost. Like how did you, how did that even come about? So uh, to give you a bit of background, in 2010, my daughter was born and I decided, look, this self-employed cash and handling is good, but if I want to get a mortgage, I probably need some security, like I need a job, which mm. looking back, that's obviously not true now. Like yeah. the options are much wider for self-employed people. But so I got a job at Virgin Active and then after six months, I got offered a job as a tutor for the training room. Yeah. And after two years of being a tutor, the thing that I noticed is they were doing these six week PT courses and it was like a conveyor belt of just people just going, you know, churning through the course. And then once, that, once they finished on that last Friday, there was no support after that. And I was getting people emailing me saying, because at this point I still had my own uh, bootcamp company and I was still PTing. 
and people would email me and say, oh, can I have your par queue? Or where do I go to get insurance? And blah, blah, blah. So I thought there's got to be a way that I can help all of my ex-students without having to answer like 50 emails a week. So I set up this group called UKPTs and I added 30 of my ex-students to it. And then basically on every course that I taught from then on, I said, right, here's this group. It's a great resource. Go and join it. And then it started to grow and it got to a couple of hundred. And then if, you know, then it got to like seven, 800, then a thousand. And at that point I was like, man, there's a lot of trainers that need help. Like this, yeah. this is a big, um, I guess now you'd call it like an opening in the market, but mm. back then it was, there was no financial incentive for me at the time. It was literally just because I hated to see these people that I'd spent six, six weeks training them, building a relationship with them. And then, you know, like 80% of them would fail within the first month or yeah, yeah. So then I started messaging personal trainers that I knew locally and like within Essex. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is when Facebook were a little bit uh, slack on the rules where you could just add loads of people. And I'd message them and I'd say, look, I've got this group. You know, thanks for accepting my friend request. Can I add you into this group for personal trainers? Like it's completely free. There's no selling or whatever allowed. And then it just grew from there. And then, and then once it got to like three, four, five thousand, then it became like a snowball effect. Yeah, yeah, because more and more just, just knew they needed to. How many have you got in there now for the listeners? 15,000. 15,000. I mean, guys, if you're not in there already, you probably are. But if, if, if you're not, get in there because some really good resources as well. Just community. I think that's um, what, you know, myself and you obviously know my business partner, Harry, from Number One Fitness, you know, there isn't really much out there. And, and if you're a personal trainer on the gym floor, it can be quite lonely. You know, you're working 12 hours a day. Um, you're into, you know, some sort of, maybe it's nutrition for that six months or whatever. You know, where do you really go? You've got gym PTs that are on the floor as well, but they're, they're doing their own thing. So that's cool. And so how long has it been running now then? Uh, so it's been eight years now. Yeah. Okay. And um, gosh, 15,000. So, so for managing that type of a community, because I've just recently seen that Facebook are trying to bring out uh, a qualification, um, which is all around being a community manager on yeah. Facebook, right? So obviously you've been doing this day in, day out. Um, how, you know, how was it? Have you kind of built processes? Have you, you know, how have you gone about it? Yeah, so there's, there's a couple of processes that I've put in place more recently. Um, so initially when it was a smaller group, all of the posts, people could just post freely. They could just post whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted. Once it got to a certain size and I couldn't individually vet every member coming in, I had to then, and I still do, vet every single post. So I approve every single post that goes into the group or I decline it. So, you know, this morning I approved like 21 posts. And then when I get home, there'll probably be another 30, but some of those will get declined anyway. Yeah. That's, what, that's, do you, what do you generally decline? Is it just selling or? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of people that will promote other groups and they're trying to poach members. So obviously they get declined straight away. Yeah. Uh, people that are spammy, like selling Herbal Life and Juice Class and all that shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then we put the rules in place as well. So when someone joins up, they have to agree to the rules. And then we get them to fill out a membership survey as well when they join. That's, that's only, that's not mandatory. Mm. What that does is that allows us to tailor the content that we're producing to the needs of the group. So we can see generally what most people would want. Like, you know, is it 
is it around marketing or nutrition or whatever mm. and then we can get experts in to help teach those or do webinars and stuff yeah so. okay because i've seen you've been doing a bit more on that front or as far as i saw you know webinars and stuff is that kind of where you want to go you want to start kind of putting some more education out there yeah i mean for the past since well since 2015 my main focus has been my actual physical training academy in south yeah um, because we run PT and massage qualifications up to level four. And that, that was taking up most of my uh, time because it was the biggest money earner, to be honest. It was, you know, if you had like a, a, a graph, it was, it was the largest part of the pie, actually. So, so now I've rebuilt PT Toolbox. I did that during the, the latest lockdown, number one, not number two. Um, and I've just been focusing more on developing the online education stuff. So. yeah okay i mean you showed me the, the the pt toolbox before which just do you want to just given well not not just given over you but kind of tell the trainers you know what it is how does it work um how do they get involved or, or you know subscribe or whatever it might be so i can actually give you a bit of a, a world exclusive right now um so i have you heard it here first guys <laughs> i haven't actually spoken about this publicly but so we've got the membership site which is, uh, it, it was $49.99, right? And that was for all of our courses. So there's what, there's, you know, there's a course on how I built UKPTs to the size it is. There's anatomy, nutrition, TRX, everything in between. How to work out your budgets. And that's growing every month. So there's at least one course a month that goes on there. Um, is, that, is that 49 pounds per month, just to be clear? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. a membership site. However, what we're doing is we've actually had some software made that will become part of the membership. So the membership's going up to £97 a month, which sounds like a lot, but <laughs> the software includes a website builder, a funnel builder, uh, an appointments scheduling system, an e-commerce system so you can build your own shop, and what else? Oh, CRM so you can manage your contacts and an email uh, software client like MailChimp. So all of that now will be bundled up in one place with the membership. So you've got a full inbound marketing kind of tool built in. Yeah. But as an example, so you could sign up for that £97, you could have, you know, 20 websites on the go, all with different domain names, all with different features, all with a, a, like an independent shop. Yeah, it's completely... You know, like when you see like Squarespace or Wix or ClickFunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's comparable to those. So, very wow, okay. So, I mean, well, Click ClickFunnels alone is what one eighty or something. Yeah. So, is, I think it, we've built in a hundred pre-made templates. So, if, if you can just go on there, you could make a website or a funnel within twenty minutes. It's so mm. easy to drag and drop. So. Well, this is what I wanted to get you on as well, because we're, we're probably using some terminology that some of the guys listening are still learning um, or still kind of wanting to learn about. And that's on the kind of digital marketing space. Um, and how do you kind of sell online? So, I mean, how would you describe, you know, what you're saying there, you know, the funnel side of things? Because most trainers, you know, still they either get an Instagram page now, for example, or a website. You know, how would you describe what funnels really do so a funnel is basically getting your potential client or you know a lead from one state or one place to another from through a series of steps so 
a very, I wish I had a whiteboard behind me, uh, a very basic uh, funnel might be something like you run a Facebook ad to a cold audience. So, you know, like people that have liked the David Lloyd page, for example, and then you get them to download an ebook, which is the top 10 fat loss myths or whatever. Then you put them, and then when they download the ebook, they can then, you know, pay an extra 10 pounds to have a consultation with you. And from the consultation, you move them to another stage. And it's just, it's just getting them into your kind of ecosystem, as, yeah. as we call it, you know, like be that mm. your online PT, your group exercise, joining your gym, whatever, whatever business it is, funnels can pretty much work for all of them. So it's just getting yeah. them from point A to point B with, uh, with various uh, things in between. So. And do you have some resources on the PT toolbox on kind of teaching people how to, how to do this? Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a course coming out in, I think it's December, which is about how to build funnels. But that should coincide with the launch of the software as well. So that will be, they'll be shown how to do it within our own software. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> plus when the software launches, we've already got tutorial videos within it as well. Great. But yeah, we've got, we've got a bunch of courses on how to generate leads and that covers quite a lot of it as well. So Okay. I mean, that for me, for me, that was one of the reasons why I set this up was that, you know, we'd, we'd launched remote coach, uh, and overnight just suddenly realized, oh, you know, shit, trainers don't, they know, you know, insertion points. They just have no clue. Some of them about how to build a business or, you know, let alone brand, but just build and get clients. As a, um, where is it? Uh, there's a book called Expert oh, yeah. Secrets by Russell Brunson. And Russell is the guy that owns ClickFunnels. As yeah. You and uh, oh, that was loud. You recommend that? Definitely. I mean, it's very heavily geared towards you signing up to ClickFunnels. But the, <clears throat> the principles within the book will, you know, be usable anywhere. Yeah. So, I'll yeah. put a link to that in the, in the description, expert secrets, but yeah, I mean, in, in Russell Brunson, I mean, you know, he's, there's a lot of marketing kind of, you know, let's call them guys out there that, that tell you they're going to 10 X your business and, and all that. But, but he, he's definitely one that has clear outcomes that you can kind of take, especially if you're just getting into this realm um, of kind of digital marketing. Um, there is one guy. Okay. You'll definitely know him. I'm not going to mention his name because I don't, I don't want to get sued. But he is in the fitness space and he's an American kind of coach. But he says, oh, you know, we can get you to $100,000 a month. But the, the thing is, he is legit. I know, I, I know him through a friend of a friend. And he's legitimately at the moment doing a million dollars a month through ClickFunnels. And wow. it, it's fucking unreal. Like, Yeah, that is insane. Cool. But obviously... There's a lot of stuff that he will do that probably me and you may not agree with or we may agree with. And it's just mm. you know, at, what, at what point, where do you want to get to? What, what works for you? You know? Yeah. No, no, no. It's doable, but it's it, not. It is. I just feel like from this is my, just literally my opinion is I feel some of the trainers that I speak to, um, and probably, you know, myself as well, you know, we, we don't realize how, 
how not how hard but how much knowledge you need you know i mean you, you've created a software or you're building a business around a software that, with click funnels there'll be trainers that have never created any sort of sales process let alone a click funnel um so i think it's hugely exciting to be honest because the more that the trainers start you know reading these marketing books alongside the anatomy bo uh, books you know the, the better the industry is going to become but um, just to kind of then overview, so it's going to be £97 a month for the PT Toolbox. Um, and you get obviously access to all those resources. Are there things like Parkus on there as well? Um, yeah, so we, we have a, a resource and download section, which has, I think, about 35 different documents in it. So it's got everything from client trackers, spreadsheets, all the forms you need, pre and postnatal. Like it's Great. got everything you need. And if it hasn't got it on there, you can message me and it will go it'll be on there within seven days uh, <clears throat> so yeah that's all included so people can pay for that separately that's 27 quid if they just want that but yeah included with the membership as well and it's all editable so they can add their own branding and uh brilliant brilliant quite late. okay so future of digital fitness what's um what's your view on it kind of do you have a view on it i do so it's funny, actually, I was showing someone a post yesterday in UKPTs and this woman joined the group and then her first post was, personal training is dead. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what? <laughs> what? Who, who comes into a personal training group and says personal training is dead? Is your introductory statement like that? Anyway, so that led on to a conversation about, you know, the fitness industry at the moment. <clears throat> And I think digital fitness has been pushed forward by about five or 10 years because of lockdown. I think a lot of trainers were forced to adopt, you know, some sort of online offering. Whereas the majority of people saw it as this kind of substandard, like cheaper, oh, I'm going to scale up and go live on a beach mm -hmm. kind of offering, you know, like a bit like selling out, you know, people didn't yeah. want to and there was one guy that I know who literally said, I will never, ever, ever go online, ever. Like, I hate it. And he's now got an online PT system. <laughs> so I think what it's done is it's shown personal trainers a, a um, it's it sped up the process of them realizing that they can scale up their business by going online. They can potentially make more money less expense, more time, more time available for the, you know, their family and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then for the future, I think there's going to be a few big players that come out with like on-demand services, like the equivalent of Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you're probably going to get four or five big players that are going to dominate. Mm -hmm. And that's who the general, map, like the general market will go to. And then I think you've got personal trainers that will have more of a specialist offering who will then clean up the rest of the stuff at a higher price. Interesting. So I think, well, even if you look at Peloton right now, they've just released, because they've got the Peloton bike. Yeah. On that, you've got, on the new one, you can swivel the screen. So you can now do yoga, Pilates, and weights workouts. Mm -hmm. So they've just, you know, quadrupled their offering. And now they've just released a rowing machine as well, a Peloton rowing machine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been toying with a Peloton bike, but my wife says we haven't got the space for it. And I'm like... Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm very much... Um, I'm still on the fence. Like, uh, on the whole front of kind of just, you know, like you said, I sometimes think it's going to go in that way. I'm, I'm definitely not fearful 
So, cause I've, I've had a lot of trainers going, Oh, you know, this Apple fitness plus it's nine ninety nine. How am I going to compete? You know? And I think at the end of the day, it, it kind of, for certain clients, it will be a case of, you know, they're not going to get out of bed um, and be held accountable for an on-demand Apple fitness workout right and that's where you as a as a fitness professional are doing the difference you know you're having that personal approach peloton's an interesting one because as with the rest of these silicon valley kind of it's not even a startup anymore but they throw so much money at it that you just don't know i mean they spent 430 million dollars last year i think but uh but lost 200 million and so i believe um and so you know, I just think that how can you integrate this into your fitness business as a personal trainer? I mean, a couple of my clients um, have got Peloton bikes, you know, and it's great because they then rely on me to say, well, am I doing even, am I doing a half an hour class or am I doing an hour class? Mm-hmm. So you're still going to have that kind of, um, I guess what you said earlier, consultant sort of role of making sure that they stay on track. It's going to be interesting as they kind of battle it out, definitely. I think you're, you're right. Apple and Peloton and, and whoever comes to the market. Um, it's just going to be interesting how I think bringing it right back to personal training, how is that going to be even priced? Like you said, you know, is there going to be, um, is it going to make it cheaper, commoditize it a bit, or is it going to have just more and more specialists and you're going to need to get more cleverer, which has kind of been happening. PTs have had to get more educated, right? Yeah. And I think to kind of backtrack a little bit where you said about, you know, Peloton and, and uh, sorry, where I said about Peloton and, and all those guys, I think what that's going to do is that will commoditize fitness. But I think with, with personal training, I think if personal trainers still focus on uh, customer service, the personal touch and adding an insane amount of value, because there's, if you've got, if you're, if you're one personal trainer and you've got 50 clients training with you online or face to face, there's going to be an amount of, there's, there's an amount of rapport and personal service and personal touches that an app will never be able to match ever. There's, there's no way, even, you know, the smartest AI. Yeah. People totally agree with you. you know? And the thing is like people pay for when they're looking at the apps and the Peloton and stuff, they're looking for convenience. So when you're building your business, you don't want to be the most convenient option. You want to be the best option. You want to be the most valuable option, the most, yeah. uh, the expert option, you know? And I think a lot of that will come down to how you position yourself and your brand compared to peloton and you know whatever that's really interesting yeah 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 the kind of value i totally agree i totally agree i think what it's going to do is it's going to it's going to validate and it's going to teach the end user or this is the funny thing i put in in an article the other day is that you know they call them users we call them clients because and that's in itself a difference right We, we actually care about them but what it's going to do is it's going to teach that person that they can train from a place that, that you're not not in and then obviously you need to step up and have that personal approach as a trainer um what would thing, you say to, oh go on sorry <laughs> the other thing is that people look at it as competition so that they're a personal trainer and they see peloton they're like oh shit like, they're gonna take all my clients in reality if peloton are spending 430 million expanding into other markets they are getting millions of people probably 
into fitness that previously weren't doing anything. You know, they're effectively doing some form of marketing for you. Mm. So then you've got to think, right, how can I get those people from Peloton onto my books or into my, you know, how can I start invoicing these people instead of Peloton? And well, then, this is, I was going to lead into it. How, how would you, let, let's say, you know, there's a couple of young trainers listening to this that, you know, how, how would you do it with regards to, let's call it the on-demand big, big players in there? How would you kind of do it? So in the most simplest way, and this, this may work, but it, it may be too simple. I would probably put together, I, I would probably get someone or a few people that have got their Peloton bikes. I would interview them and I would find out the top mistakes they were making. So let's say, for example, I don't know if Peloton do any nutritional guidance. I'm not sure. Do you know? Not sure now. They didn't used to, but I'm not sure. I don't, yeah. So let's say you put together a video series or a PDF that says the top 10 mistakes you're making with your Peloton training. And again, you'd have to check that for trademark and stuff. Because if you get... <laughs> yeah. And the, probably the first thing I'd do is, well, you're training three times a week. You're doing this high-intensity class. You're battered. You feel like shit because you're eating like shit. 1999, let's get you onto my nutrition console, you know, once a week, whatever, whatever the price is. And I, yeah. would, I would use Peloton's weaknesses as a system and I would show people, look, Peloton is really good for this, this and this, but this is where you're going wrong and this is how I can help you. And then I would do a Facebook ad targeting people that had liked Peloton and drive them to a landing page or to some sort of form or whatever to download that guide or get that video for free and then start building the relationship. Yeah. So then into the funnel, going back to the, to the funnel. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's interesting. And again, like you said, there's, there's going to be more and more people on these Peloton bikes. And I always think to myself, what happens when your Peloton bike breaks or it looks cool now, but in five years time when, you know, they've got some sort of floating, bike you know what do you, do you get a new one for free i mean it's going to be interesting um but so just to kind of recap you're quite you, you're not fearful at all about these coming into the space for trainers no and I, i'll be honest i think that comes from my own experience where so when i when i first started out as a personal trainer there were three of us in this gym there were five thousand members oh, and amazing then, we were so competitive and like guarded it was horrible yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible atmosphere to work in. Fast forward to now, obviously I run two training companies and there are so many training companies in the UK. There are hundreds. Mm. And if I still had that mindset of, oh man, what are they doing? What's he doing? Like, I'm going to look on his Instagram. Why is he doing this? And I'm not. And it just, it, you just need to do your own thing and just make sure you're doing everything you can do. And just, just there's enough money, enough clients, enough customers for everybody you know um if you've got the likes of david lloyd virgin one of those massive gyms competing they're all still making money yeah they're not going onto virgin actives like facebook and be like oh my god i'm gonna add all their clients i'm gonna like them and you know, <laughs> dm them so i yeah, think yeah. it's about focusing on, on what you can do and there will be some adaptation for pts there will be some things that change because inevitably there has to be but the way that you react to that change it's going to determine if you fail or succeed. Yeah, know? yeah. Same as anything. It's all about innovation, really. And so I guess, you know, going back to the, the UKPTs group, how have you found, you know, it's 2020, the, the year that we will never forget. Um, how have you found trainers 
have adopted or uh, adapted um, during the time? You had some people immediately, um, as soon as the lockdown, or so, because I, I believe they started publicizing coronavirus generally in like November, December 2019, didn't they? Yes, they did, and yeah. Without going into too much detail, I've got a lot of friends that work in like high level uh, security, like as bodyguards yeah. and police and stuff. And they were starting to tell me like, this could be a problem. Like start getting things in order and make sure you've got yeah. plans. So there were people, when it came around in like March time, there were people that had been watching the news and listening and just paying attention generally. And they were starting to build things then and they were getting ready. That was like type one of the trainer. Type two was the, um, I'm going to wait a month or two, like kind of see what happens. Like it won't be that long. And they, they still got something done, but they got hit a little bit financially or, you know, lost some clients or they, they were like a little bit behind the curve. Then you got the, the third type of person that was, this is fucking awful. This is the government's fault. And all they did was they just complained. They didn't do anything. Yeah. They just they let it dictate what they were doing rather than the other way around, you know? Yeah, they, yeah, uh, yeah they were really badly affected because they allowed, they, they allowed themselves to be badly affected, you know? Yeah. So that's one thing that I'm massive on in my personal and professional life um, is contingency plans. So we got absolutely screwed by the first lockdown because we were based out of a gym, uh, an exercise for less gym. So when the lockdown was announced, I said to my tutor, Steve, I said, look, take everything you need, take the printer, take all the paperwork. Like I'll take a few of my books that I want to read, whatever. And I took my Mac home and I set up at home and so did he, but then we couldn't get in. We didn't take everything. So we couldn't get into our classroom for four months. So now this is a new office that we've got in a business center. And we've got a gym nearby that we use instead, but this building has got 24 seven access. And where it's like a key fob to get in, even throughout this next lockdown, we'll still be open 24-7. So we can yeah, brilliant. Up, you know, and we're all COVID secure. We've got all the certificates and the, all the PPE and stuff. So now, because and that decision to move took me about 48 hours because I was like, look, we cannot go through this again if it happens. And people were like, no, don't worry about it. We're not going to lock down again. This is about two months ago. I said, no, look, we need to move anyway because we cannot have this happen again. And then we did move and lo and behold, we've got another lockdown, so. Do you think there are many people on the group that are still that type three that are kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do, uh, this government? I think there's a couple, but I think now they're stuck, where, where it got to, you know, like, how long were we in lockdown for? Six, seven months? Yeah, God, mental, so six months. My son was born on the Tuesday and then we went into lockdown on the Monday, so. I remember. Wow. So intense. There, there are people, there, there's not many left of the type three people that are just, you know, like the, the apocalypse, like, Oh my God, the end is nigh sort of person. But there are a few left, but they don't really post anymore <laughs> because I think people just had enough of it. They probably realized, right. Um, okay, cool. So I guess, you know, if you had to give one piece of, of advice then for that trainer that's just that qualified during COVID um, and is kind of at home just just on a you know notepad and pen and still just not sure where to start 
Um, what would that be from you? So focus on what you can control. There's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of people that will guide you down the wrong path. There's, you know, a lot of those type three trainers, they'll be going, oh, don't worry. Why did you even get qualified? Why did you do this? If you want to, if you want to go and start as a personal trainer now, all it means is that you've got to follow a slightly different path to say you or me, you know, you're not going to start out in a gym, at least not for the next month anyway, but there's no rush. You've got the time to set everything up the way you want to and just focus on the stuff you can control. You know, there are some people out there, for example, there's um, a friend of mine is helping people set up online PT systems for free because he's, you know, he's got X amount of thousands of people in his systems, like PTs that are going online. And he said, look, if you need help, just let me know for free. I've been doing this for 10 years. So it's amazing. Yeah. And it's, um, and then, you know, we've got the podcasts and stuff like that. There are, there are ways to get around the situation. Even if you just qualified, there's always a way forward. And like I say, cause that was a bit of a long winded way of saying, just focus on what you can control. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Well, Josh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, really, really appreciate it. I know how busy you are, but um, how can the listeners, I guess, connect with you? Um, is it best to kind of join the group or is it to follow somewhere? Um, so the, probably the best place would be joining the UKPTs Facebook group. So they can just search, you know, two words, UKPTs. And then I'm on uh, Facebook as Josh Mullin and on Instagram as well as Josh Mullin PT, I think. Ooh, putting PT on my name. And then um, if they want to have a look at the website, it's just pttoolbox.co.uk. So that's it. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. And um, have a good rest of the week. <laughs> Cheers, man. You too.